everybody, welcome back. Today we are going to be having a look at the Friday night football games for round three, 2023. We've got two very interesting games kicking off tonight. The first one is the Newcastle Knights taking on the Dolphins at McDonald Jones Stadium. That game is kicking off at 6 p.m. And then later we've got the Sinbim Bonanza, sorry, I mean the Roosters versus Rabbitohs, which will be kicking off at 8 o'clock from Allianz Stadium. Let's hope this time that the Chooks and the Bunnies remember that they're playing a rugby league match as opposed to going 12 rounds in a boxing ring. We'll come back to that in a second. First, we're going to have a look at the kickoff game tonight, which is going to see the Newcastle Knights take on the Dolphins at McDonald Jones Stadium. Newcastle are coming off an incredibly gutsy win last week against the West Tigers, in which they lost Caelan Ponga and Jaden Braley early to HIAs. They also lost Tyson Frizzell and Jack Johns to injury, and Jacob Saifidi was also sent off with 15 to go after a nasty high tackle on Jake Simpkin. As a result of the casualties they sustained last week, though, Newcastle side will see some changes coming into this one. Caelan Ponga and Jaden Braley are both unavailable for selection under the NRL's new 11-day mandatory stand-down. Tyson Frizzell is unavailable due to his injury. Same with Jack Johns and Jacob Saifidi is serving a five-match ban after taking a guilty plea at the judiciary. There is a silver lining, though, with all this injury carnage that Newcastle has found themselves facing because there are three debutants that are set to make their debut for Newcastle tonight. They are Dylan Lucas, who is a centre, Ryan Rivett, who is a half, and Tom Cant, who is a second rower. They will all make their debut off the bench tonight for the Newcastle Knights. With that in mind, the team list for the Newcastle Knights is as follows. Lachlan Miller will be at fullback. Heimel Hunt and Dominic Young will be on the wings with Dane Gagai and Bradman Best in the centres. Tyson Gamble did an admirable job jumping into 5-8 last week after losing Caleb Ponga in the second minute and he will once again partner Jackson Hastings in the halves. Daniel Saifidi and Jack Hetherington will make up the front row. Phoenix Crossland will come in at hooker to replace Jaden Braley. Brody Jones and Lachlan Fitzgibbon are the back rowers and Leo Thompson will lock the scrum. That's one to keep an eye on. The bench, Ryan Rivett, the debutante, Matt Croker, Dylan Lucas and Thomas Kant are the bench for Adam O'Brien. The key players to watch for Newcastle, I think Lachlan Miller needs to have a really big game at fullback. I think he needs to step up and take some more touches, take some tough carries, and also to try and involve himself more in the attacking 20 for Newcastle to make up for the loss of Caelan Ponga. Tyson Gamble was very impressive coming in for Caelan Ponga at 5'8 last week. We all know he's got no problem laying on some lip service to the opposition and he is quite good at getting under the opposition's skin when he wants to, but he needs to be the fall for Jackson Hastings and he needs to make sure that he can deliver good Paul playing skills out to the left side so that they can try and create some space for their damaging centres. Phoenix Crossland played 65 minutes at hooker last week against the Tigers after the Knights lost Jaden Braley to a concussion. He did admirably well there considering he's normally a halfback and it will be interesting to see how he goes in the position for a full 80 minutes this week combining with Tyson Gamble, Jackson Hastings and Lachlan Miller in the spine. The other player to keep an eye on in, in the Newcastle side, I think, is Leo Thompson, who will be playing at lock. This guy has a lot of upside. I was really impressed by what I saw with him last week. He's an explosive runner, he's passionate, he's a firecracker, and I really think he can provide that aggressive X factor in the forwards that Newcastle could really benefit from and get off the back of. Special shout out once again, though, to our three debutantes. Really excited to see how they go. Again, that's Ryan Rivett. Dylan Lucas and Thomas Kent, who are coming off the bench for the Newcastle Knights. Really excited to see how these guys go in their debut match. Now onto the Dolphins. They're riding high, or should I say swimming high right now, after pulling off two gritty wins against the Roosters and the Raiders. Everyone who dared to douch the master coach Wade Bennett has had to eat a humble pie once again. 
writing off this side before they'd even played a game due to their poor recruitment over the offseason. However, never doubt Wayne Bennett's ability to get a squad up for games and to get the very best out of the players he had has available to him. There are going to be a couple of changes for the Dolphins coming into this one, though. Jeremy Marshall King is serving a two-game suspension after taking a plea for a hip-drop tackle against the Raiders last week. And news has just broken that Jared Wallace is also sitting out this game for personal reasons. As a result, Cody Nikarima will be coming in to play hooker for Jeremy Marshall King and Connolly Lemuelu is coming off the bench and into the starting side at prop in place of Jared Wallace. With that in mind, the team list for the Dolphins. Hamaso Tabuifido is at fullback. Jermaine Asako and Tessie New on the wings. Ewan Aiken and Brenko Lee in the centres. Isaiah Katoa and Sean O'Sullivan will be in the halves. Jesse Bromwich and Con Connolly Lemuelu will make up the front row. Cody Nikarima in at hooker. Felice Kafusi, the hitman, and Kenny Bromwich in the second row. Tom Gilbert at lock and on the bench. Mark Nichols, the goat. Ray Stone comes back after a minor injury. Kurt Donahue and Mason Teague make up the bench for the Redcliffe Dolphins. The key players to watch for the Dolphins coming into this one. Well, anybody that had any questions about Hamaso Tabuifido's ability to play fullback have had their questions answered in the last two weeks. He's been exceptional in the number one for the Dolphins. He's even shot to the top of the Dally M leaderboard as it stands right now because he's had such an impact for his team. He's absolutely got the X factor. He takes the hard carries. He does all the hard work and he's there to nail the four pointers when needed for his team. Another one to keep an eye on for the Dolphins, Isaiah Katoa. Need I remind you that this kid has only played two games of NRL and already he was able to deliver in a clutch moment to win his team the game with a sensational pass last week against the Canberra Raiders. Now, being that this kid is from the Penrith Panthers system, I know a fair bit about him. I've seen a fair bit of him as he played through the junior grades and he is an exceptional talent. And under the tutelage of Wayne Bennett, I can tell you this kid is going to be an absolute star and it's going to be sensational to watch his progress under the coaching of Wayne Bennett. Another one to watch. We've seen a lot of Cody Nicarima at halfback for various clubs, including the Broncos, Warriors and Rabbitohs. However, I don't think we've seen all that much of him at hooker, so it will be interesting to see how he goes. He's certainly got the versatility to do a job there, and with Jeremy Marshall King out, Wade Maddott has opted to slot him in there, and I'm sure he'll do a decent enough job. But it'll be interesting to see the decisions he makes and the service he provides to his halves. And of course, I have to give a mention to Felice Cafusi, or rather, the Poor sod from the Newcastle Knights who's going to be spending the game marked by Felice Cafusi because as we've seen in these last two games, since joining the Dolphins, Felice Cafusi has been very clearly given the directive by Wayne Bennett that he is to go out there and put some absolutely bruising tackles on his opposition and he has delivered in spades. So if I had one piece of advice for the Newcastle Knights going into this one, I would say do not run directly at Felice Cafusi. Run anywhere but where Felice Cafusi is. The key matchup for this one, I think it has to be the number sevens. Jackson Hastings versus Sean O'Sullivan, the journeyman versus the journeyman. Both these players have been to quite a number of clubs. They've both gained a hell of a lot of experience over their careers, though Sean O'Sullivan is a bit younger than Jackson Hastings. And Jackson Hastings has taken a trip to England, whereas Sean O'Sullivan has not at this point in his career. So it'll be very interesting to see which one of these halves can stand up and lead. Jackson Hastings did a very good job rallying his troops last week after so many losses. While Sean O'Sullivan has done a very good job filling his role to Wayne Bennett's directive and being a crucial part of getting his side their first two wins that have the Dolphins, as of yet, undefeated in the NRL. 
In terms of how this one's going to play out, I think that even with the home ground advantage, the Knights' injuries and casualty list is going to catch up with them. And the Dolphins have shown that they can be gritty. They can hang in the contest for the full 80 minutes. They will never give up and they will punish you if you fall asleep at the wheel. Beware getting a head start on the Dolphins because if you leave them on the scoreboard, they have now, both games they have played, come back to win the game. So I do think that the Dolphins are going to take this one. I don't think it's going to be by that many points. I predict about 10 to 14 points, but I do expect the Dolphins to win. I think the Knights have just lost too many troops, and while their replacements are decent, I just think the loss of Caleb Ponger and Jaden Braley in the spine is going to really, really hurt the Newcastle Knights here. Now on to the main event of the evening, and what does this chapter of the Book of Feuds have in store for us? We've seen some spectacular clashes between the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, especially in recent years. There's so much passion, so much emotion. These teams buy into it 110%, and it is a wonderful spectacle. The Roosters will be feeling a little bit better after their embarrassing Round 1 loss to the Dolphins, having knocked over the Warriors last week. However, there are still concerns about the cohesion of their spine. They still seem to be stepping on each other's toes like they haven't worked out their pecking order just yet. And there are some concerns for how Brandon Smith fits into the team. There's just a bit of clunkiness around the Sydney Roosters at the moment, and it's just a little bit of a concern because they can't all seem to get on the same page. Joseph Sawali'i almost bombed a certain try by refusing to pass the ball to James Tedesco after making a break last week. Luckily, Sam Walker was there to pick up the pieces and also to give a bit of a spray to young Joseph after the fact. I think with the Roosters, it's just a case of a group of exceptionally talented individual footballers not quite figuring out how to best gel as a team just yet. However, this is a little bit concerning considering with the exception of Brandon Smith, the team is pretty much the same as the team that ran out for the entire season last year. And Jake Turpin has also joined from the Broncos. But apart from that, it's the same Sydney Roosters team we saw last year. They have had a year to sort this out and it didn't click last year as well there were just the little problems the little bits of cohesion the miscommunications that we saw all throughout the Sydney Roosters season and it seems to be a trend that has continued into 2023 there is no doubt that this Roosters squad is exceptional and if they could all get on the same page they could be the most dangerous team in the NRL. However, it is just this one issue, this one thing of not getting on the same page that is preventing them from really taking it to the top teams. Trent Robertson and the Roosters need to sort this out and they need to sort it out fast. There's only one change to the Roosters squad from last week and that is that Jared Warrior Hargraves has returned from injury and so Ben Trump Thomas drops out of the side and also Victor Radley makes his return. The lineup for the Sydney Roosters is James Tedesco at fullback, Daniel Tupo and Jackson Paulo will be on the wings, Joseph Suwali'i and Joey Manu in the centres, Luke Keary and Sam Walker in the halves, JWH and Lindsay Collins in the front row, Brandon Smith will start the game at hooker, although there is no certainty, I believe it'll be left up to the last minute to decide whether or not he actually plays. Egan Butcher and Nat Butcher will make up the second row. Victor Radley comes in at lock. And on the bench, we have Jake Turpin, who could slot in for Brandon Smith if he is ruled out. Drew Hutchinson, Terrell May and Fletcher Baker for the Roosters. The players to watch? Well, the first one who needs no introduction is James Tedesco, because whenever he's on the field and you're playing him, you have to keep one eye on him at all times. He has the best motor in the game. He is always in the game. He is always there and he's always ready to put his team on his back and carry them to victory. You can always rely on Tedesco to be sniffing around the ruck 
for a carry possibly to make a break to be there in support or to be there as the third attacking player to create an overlap. The other ones to watch for the Sydney Roosters, I think it has to be the centre pairing. Joseph Sully erased some eyebrows last week when he refused to pass the ball to James Tedesco after a break for what would have been a certain try. Luckily for Joseph, Sam Walker was there to clean up the mess, making people wonder if the desire for James Tedesco's fullback jersey was what led Joseph Sully not to pass the ball in the situation where he most certainly should have, or if it was just some inexperience from an inexperienced player. Joey Manu, on the other hand, had a quiet return game last week against the Warriors. However, you can always count on him to get up for the battle against the Rabbitohs. You can expect him to have a big game and you can also expect him to get in the face of Latrell Mitchell for reasons that should be incredibly obvious. It's no secret what happened there. On the flip side, the South Sydney Rabbitohs have looked sensational in their first two games. They beat Cronulla quite decisively and came very close to beating the Penrith Panthers in Penrith, although they just fell short of the mark there. But they have looked really good. They all look to be on the same page. Their teamwork has been spectacular. Their spine has been firing quite well. They've looked really good and they are definitely right in the hunt for the Premiership this year. So the South Sydney Rabbitohs are looking very, very good and they'll be coming into this one pumped up and ready to go as they always do for the Sydney Roosters. The changes for the Bunnies, Hame Sully and Tavita Totola are ready to make their comeback from injury and so Talis Duncan will drop out of the side. The team list, Latrell Mitchell at fullback, Alex Johnston and Isaac Thompson on the wings, Isaiah Hass and Campbell Graham in the centres, Cody Walker and Lachlan Elias in the halves, Tavita Totola and Tom Burgess who has just announced he's re-signed until 2024 with South Sydney will make up the front row, Damian Cook at hooker, Keon Kalong Matangi and Michael Cheekcam in the second row, still no sign of Jai Arrow and Cameron Murray and in at lock. The interchange bench is Blake Taff. On the bench for the Bunnies, Blake Taff, Hame Sele, David Mowali and Shaq Mitchell. David Mowali and Shaq Mitchell have looked sensational when they've come on the field with extended minutes with the outs of Hame Sele and Tavita Totola, so they'll provide some great impact off the bench along with Hame Sele. And Blake Taff is the utility interchange for if needed in the spine. The players to watch for South Sydney, well, number one's got to be Troll Met, the former Rooster. We all know how much he gets under the skin of Roosters fans these days since crossing to South Sydney, and he always gets up for these big games and he always has an impact, though hopefully it's more of the positive impact in this game than the kind when the impact was to Joey Manu's face. The other one to watch for South Sydney, Cody Walker, the notorious hothead. It does seem that teams are starting to figure out Cody Walker and figure out if they can get under his skin and in his head they can throw him off his game. Cody really needs to sort that out and get that under control because he is such a crucial piece of this team and when he's too busy trying to start stinks, his team suffers for it. The Penrith Panthers did it very well last week. The Sydney Roosters will most definitely be looking to do it here. So Cody Walker needs to keep himself under control, keep his temper in check and just play his best footy. Another one to watch for the Bunnies is Lockie Ilias. He had a sensational start to the season with a man-of-the-match blistering performance against Cronulla before he was kept relatively quiet last week against the Penrith Panthers and even had a kick out on the full at a crucial point in the match. So everybody will be eyes on Lockie Ilias to see if he can bounce back to that form that he saw start the season to see if this really is going to be a sensational breakout year for Lockie Ilias or if it's just going to be a more mellow development year as he finds his way in this team and learns his craft. It'll be very interesting to see how he pairs up with the other young up-and-coming halfback in this game in Sam Walker. The two have had very similar entrances into the NRL, so it'll be very interesting to see how they go face-to-face.
In terms of how I see this one playing out, I think this is going to be a finals quality level game. I think that this is going to be a very tight affair, although I do see the South Sydney Rabbitohs running away with it at the end. I think that they've just got the wood on the Sydney Roosters recently, and I think that once again, the Roosters' issues with not all players being on the same page is going to come back to bite them, especially when they are up against a cohesive team unit like South Sydney. Hopefully we don't see as many Sinbins as we saw last time these two sides met because quite simply we want to see the best of the Roosters and the best of the Rabbitohs going head-to-head -head without constantly having to spend 10 minutes in the Sinbin for silly conduct. Having said that though, we can expect the Sparks to fly in this one, but again, I do think it will be the Rabbitohs that come away with the two points at the end. I think that they've been looking sensational to start while the Roosters have been pretty clunky, pretty choppy, and they just have not been looking at playing at the potential we all know that this sensational squad can and I don't think they're going to be able to kickstart that against the Rabbitohs so I do see the Rabbitohs winning I think it'll be by about 10 to 18 points the key matchup for this one it's got to be the number ones James Tedesco versus Latrell Mitchell when these two sides need something to happen or they need someone to pull off a play to get them back in a game or to swing momentum the ball goes to their number ones they're very different number ones in terms of how they play the game Latrell Mitchell is more of an impact player, whereas James Tedesco is a constant in his side. Latrell Mitchell doesn't tend to have impact and be involved for the full 80 minutes, but when he does get involved, he can turn a game on his head with one freak play because he has such an extraordinary level of talent. Whereas James Tedesco, he is the constant. He is the constant threat, the constant support, the constant runner, the constant hand up to carry a ball. James Tedesco is the constant and he is the backbone of this Roosters team. So that's how I see these two games for Friday night footy round three playing out, guys. I expect the Dolphins and the Rabbitohs to come away with the two points. in, But I do expect both games to be quality matches, and I am excited for kickoff. That will be commencing soon. I'll catch you tomorrow, guys, for Super Saturday's previews. But until then, have a great day.